<laughs> okay, 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 okay. Okay. One, two, three. Hi, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> what did you want me to say? Nothing. Hi, no, we weren't going to say it at the same time. Oh, um, I thought you were counting down. Anyways, hi. We should keep this. this moon. Is- um, oh, yeah. Hi, everybody. So hi welcome to the in bad taste podcast very first episode i'm katie they them big booty gods they them uh big booty off um, <laughs> hi welcome to the in bad taste podcast quick shout out to all our friends that we hope are listening hi stevie's father on twitch aka james subscribe or i'll be mad go do it um hi um, rit if you're listening ryan you Can might be listening. Um, okay, we should stop saying hi to people. If you want to get anyway. shouted out in a future episode, oh my God. hit us up on Instagram. We're so we can do that. We're in bad taste podcast on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, so Tree, tell us a that. little bit about kidding. what the podcast is. What's a podcast anyway? So what the podcast is about requires some background we gotta we gotta touch on our roots real quick all right if you're here i assume you are around for the golden age of the internet you are probably gen z or a late millennial late 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 millennial um so i'm gonna assume y'all were around for the golden age of the internet where we could just watch what we wanted on youtube um do we had unfettered access no one was stopping us. Yeah, so uh, we grew up in the eating disorder fucking culture. Mm. Rest in peace to us. Let me tell you, the only thing that I got from watching all of these eating disorder movies and documentaries was an eating disorder. So we wanted to Put change that down. by making a podcast. So then at least we got two things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and that's what the the potty is that's what the potty's all about today for our very first inaugural fucking episode we are going to be doc reacting to the myth the legend the man thin documentary what the years that this film has taken off my life like the hours that i spent watching this movie obsessively i'm never gonna get that time back Moose, let me tell you. So chaotic. Did y'all know that they made a like a book that went along with this mm-hmm. film? Ryan told Ryan. me about that. I'm through K fucking audit. Yeah, well, if you don't know this documentary, it's a documentary about the Renfrew Center in Florida. Yeah, I mean I'm excited to react to this film because I have not watched this documentary since I've been to treatment. <gasps> oh my God, really? Yeah, I haven't. Um, so I'm excited to I see just... what my like new takes on it are. <laughs> Can we also compare them to what you would have been thinking had you watched this like at this same time of year and night, like let's see, like five years ago or eight years ago? That's even worse. Oh, for sure. For sure. So anyways, the documentary is free on YouTube. It really is. For questionable is. reasons. 
apparently you can buy or rent it but it's really right there for free so it doesn't make sense yeah honestly I'm a little bit confused right now looking back because I really watched all of these movies like on my family computer in the living room baby like wow my family was just like walking around because like I didn't have a laptop and shit when I was watching these so like why didn't anyone stop me <laughs> and then when I grew up they were like oh, you have an eating disorder no wait same not same same because um the way that I accessed the internet as a child is my mom was working with Avon so she had a computer that they'd given her and um my my sibling and I we would just like pass it back and forth like it was like we used it all the time that's where I got my YouTube did you at least clear the search history definitely not <laughs> that's funny should we talk about what we remember from this documentary before we dive back into uh, it yes I just remember Shelly and Polly and mm. it just being and so chaotic. out of the window I don't remember anything that happened I think it's funny because there was a trio there was a trio of women in the center there was Shelly Polly and the third woman and like all three of them wild but only Shelly and Polly were featured but it was so chaotic they like snuck out to get tattoos and like lol looking back when I was young I really did think I was like oh my god these people like they aren't following any of the rules like do they even want to recover but since we just oh, recorded the fun. podcast where we were reading my treatment notes <laughs> Like, yeah, that was definitely me in treatment. I got into so much shenanigans. The difference is you didn't get caught. So to you, they're still funny. True. I didn't even get caught. But also, Renfrew, they're a lot more, like, low-key, high security. Yeah, but here's what I think would have been the issue. They let the film crew follow them, and then they were surprised when someone snitched. I'm like, y'all, if y'all are going to go do stuff in secret, like, y'all got to make the filmmakers sign an NDA exactly when what year did this come out it was like 2004 or something I think it was 2006 uh hey this is future editing Katie for some reason we never said oh hey we're starting the movie now but we're starting the movie now okay let's start it okay let's talk about this intro <laughs> <laughs> So we just paused it at the like little title thing. Like, so we've only watched two minutes so far. And basically the like intro montage is people getting their like checks in the morning. So like weights and vitals and shit, which literally already, I have so much, <laughs> like what? First of all, She's like, what kind of- the back and I'm like, ooh. What kind of half ass- skin checks are these because whenever i had to do skin <laughs> checks they make you get down butt fucking naked basically i mean you're allowed to wear your like bra and underwear but even then they like lift up parts of it to like see around really yeah yikes the way they're like do do you feel dizzy yeah i always do oh Brittany, 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 baby Brittany, what are you doing also no tea, no shade to Brittany, but like she looks like she hasn't washed her hair in a month. I know. I mean, she probably hasn't. If she's been getting dizzy. 
they're like they're like use the shower chair and she's like no okay let's play again also that nurse's scrubs were ugly okay continue okay bet Okay, so there hasn't been another big scene, but I feel the need to interject to say, I know why they don't, we're, right now we're in a scene, um, Shelly's being admitted, and um, they are going over the, like, mealtime rules and, like, the rules for the cafeteria. <laughs> like, you know, rules, no blankets, no long sleeve shirts, no, um, no pockets, like, things like that, just so you can't hide food. And, um... <laughs> I just, in my head, I was like, that's funny because they take their vitals and they're always like, you're so cold, your hands are freezing, and they're like, you need to be warm, and then they they do anything, and they're like, no, you're not allowed to bring a blanket. I know, to, like, different groups. <laughs> at, at Carolina House, they wouldn't let us carry blankets around the house because we were allowed to have blankets, but we couldn't carry them around. We'd have to get a staff member to carry them for us because it was considered a excessive body movement like bitch a blanket is not and they weren't weighted or anything like these blankets when have you ever five excessively pounds. when have you ever excessively moved your body trying to carry a blanket right like what's going on but yeah they just searched all her stuff and everything but it's just very weird because like they didn't search her person also the dude who was searching it sounded like he could be in a mob True. Like, honestly, not gonna self-incriminate myself, but I am. I snuck a lot of things back to eating disorder treatment off of my passes uh, because they don't check your person when you come back. They, like, look at your, like, <laughs> bag or anything, but, like, y'all, they do the most for some things, and then they just don't for other things. They're Very like, you didn't check me pockets? Okay. Uh, Let's learn more anyway. about Shelly. the way <laughs> okay the so way. everybody we just got introduced to polly icon pollock rest in peace queen mm, icon thinking, it's so weird that like she's dead but she's like her memory lives on solely to like encourage <laughs> people to have eating disorders on the pro anesthesia kind of fucked who Absolutely. edited this documentary and thought yeah this is good to put out there <laughs> um but the way that um so katie and i are on zoom right now so we can see each other we text each other in between like voices like breaks to talk <laughs> voice breaks and so um <laughs> we've been looking at each other we've been texting and polly is like it says, you know, Polly was Polly admitted herself after a suicide attempt. Also, if Polly were alive today, she would be a she they. Oh, for um, sure, <laughs> Polly's a she they. For sure, but um, and then she's like, I admitted myself after I tried to kill myself because I ate two slices of pizza, and Katie and I were both watching, and we immediately looked at each other, put a hand up, and physically put a finger down <laughs> mood I just remember when I like first watched this 
because I definitely watched this before like the whole development of my eating disorder like this is probably one of the reasons for the whole development of my eating disorder it's my 13th reason yeah yeah definitely and like I would just watch this and be like wow like I'm never gonna get that bad wow like this is so like exaggerated but like yeah I've been there (laughs) tell that to your cardiologist Oh my god, so chaotic. But also, they were just on the smoke porch. Uh, and uh, like, a lot of places don't let you smoke anymore, but there are still a good handful of places around the U.S. that like let you smoke there. And a couple of gems like, let you vape and stuff. But um, yo, the smoke porch. What I would give for an eating disorder smoke porch right now. That's <laughs> just like how summer. I just want to not even an eating disorder smoke porch. I want to be on a smoke porch with Polly. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Polly and Shelly just met. No, they kind of hit it off. But also, like, the way that they met is Shelly's like, yeah, I thought your name was Angie. And then Polly goes, hmm, Polly Angie, Polly Angie. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I don't know where you got that from. And I'm just like. Must be the malnourished Ooh. brain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but. Polly's all like, here are the rules of the smoke porch because they're different than on the inside. We can talk numbers, weights, calories. What stays on the smoke porch stays on the smoke porch. What stays on the smoke <laughs> What stays on the smoke porch. And they're like, yeah, stop bashing, do it. And the confidentiality thing was funny to me because it seemed like a threat. True. They were like, confidentiality. Yeah, confidentiality. And everyone's just like, I respect that. okay let's do this always been a huge part of my life okay so we just had oh no it was polly's birthday and they brought her a cupcake and she starts to eat it and then you can just see her like you can just see her the light drains i don't want to eat the rest of this that's (laughs) always how it goes in treatment you take you're like yes first bite let's go let's go and then it just goes downhill from there yeah we're so proud of you oh my god and she's like thank you thank you and then it just cuts to her having a panic attack in the hallway (laughs) my my thing is you can see between like when they're singing and when the food shows up how the light just drains her eyes Mm -hmm. i'm like honey okay let's watch this would somebody like to tell us a little bit about community group? I just okay. feel like now's a good time. <laughs> yeah, so we just introduced to Brittany. They had a community meeting and where basically, literally community meetings and eating disorder <laughs> treatment center are literally just residents talking shit about other residents <laughs> and then residents talking shit about staff. Literally. It's very fun. Period. But um, Polly was like, it, it, Brittany was like, y'all, I need support. <laughs> for today Polly was like Brittany shut the fuck up never follow your own advice you're hypocritical you're stupid she didn't say I want to be the sick one here yeah that was savage like (laughs) Polly babe I love you but you roasted her for what but then Brittany is all like she walks out before Polly can finish and she cries and then Brittany, we learn about Brittany and it's like yeah my mom taught me to have an eating disorder literally (laughs) and then eating disorder buddies and the way that they're still letting her mom visit her honestly in treatment I feel like at that point like 
and it's going to become obvious because in a few minutes they're going to have lunch together and her mom's going to be obviously using tons of behaviors but like I feel like that's the kind of thing where like if you can't stop projecting onto your kid remove them from the household or like have them go live with like an aunt or a grandparent or like a family friend yeah because like in a that's abuse like the way that the treatment center let her come like yeah have her come do family therapy but probably don't have them eating together unless you're gonna have someone there to like interject so like they knew that her mom was a mess and they just were like yeah come visit and they didn't have anyone to supervise or like moderate do they still monitor to make sure you finish it yeah no, 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 they, they don't. They trust you. Okay, so we just saw Shelly in family therapy. Her mom is very kind. Um, I do like Shelly's <laughs> mom. But, uh, yeah, that was whatever. Honestly, whatever. And then now we, we are just introduced to Alyssa, who is a bulimic. Honest, no, that's anorexia, binge purge subtype. That's Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, but so I guess, yeah, she's just outlining this wild binge. Oh, wait, no. But before that, she was like, yeah, basically my dad took me to the doctor when I was seven and the doctor was like, you're fat. And then, then sent her to a dietitian who put on her on a wildly restrictive meal plan. Mm-hmm. Um, at, at eight years old. I yeah. Think. So, and then, then she details this wild binge. Yeah, um, I remember watching that scene when I was 11 and um, had started restricting. And I was just like, I don't, oh my God, that's so much food. I don't know how anyone could ever eat that. Yeah. I was so judgmental. Moo, me too. I judged all of these bitches. Me too. What I think is weird about this fucking documentary is like they're just so dead set on like them wanting to be thin. Like the documentary is even called Thin. And like mm-hmm. also they only feature people who like are very thin. That's not why people get eating disorders. Mm-hmm. Like because it's, that's of, a very shallow view of it's like a part they are. of it usually but that's more of like a symptom than like the cause lots of people want to be thin but they don't all get eating disorders over it most of them get disordered eating but like that's another story yeah like what are y'all talking about very suspicious yeah absolutely Do they call supplements resources? I don't know, but I kind of vibe with that. What even um, happened? Okay, so Brittany is with the shittiest dietitian okay. ever. The wow. dietitian is someone who, like, if she hadn't become a dietitian, would be a cop. Oh, for sure. And, I like, um, she was a cop and then became a dietitian. I mean, maybe, maybe she was like, maybe she got shot because someone was that mother. True. They were just like, stop talking. (laughs) Like, doesn't let Britney talk. And then, then she's like, you need to stop lying, Britney. You need to stop. It's like, she's so 
accusatory. For context, Brittany had been lying and saying that she hadn't been using behaviors. But like, with the way the dietitian approaches it at first, she's like, have you, what have you been doing? Like, she's making it very hard to be upfront because like, I would have a lot easier time if someone were like, hey, are you doing this? And I'm like, yes. True. Rather than having to take the extra work to admit it. That's really like, how my dietitian fucking McKinsey came at it, though, when my sodium was an inkling high in treatment. Mm-hmm. She was like, so so when have you been purging? So when have you been doing this? And I was like, bro, I just, what? I feel like there should be a nice in the middle zone where you can ask specifically, like, have you been using XYZ? And not, like, accusing, accusing someone at, like, I think you've been doing this you've been doing this. Did you do this? Like, I feel like it should just be customary to, as far as checking in, ask those questions, especially if you're a dietitian. But like, she didn't even let Brittany talk. And later Brittany had said, you know, like, actually in the, in the appointment, she had said like the behavior she was using and how often she was, and I was texting Katie and I was like, that's not even that terrible. And like, not as in not terribleism like that is that's bad but like outside of treatment she would be doing worse and I'm like this is an improvement from the time when she came in you know she did you know what I mean so many a times to tell anyone though it that was many a time but also like I would if that were my dietitian I would lie yeah true but I don't but- know we don't know from the film like she could have been telling other people definitely but also they definitely would have shared it with each other so yeah but like because like they're all within the same facility of course there's an ROI it does kind of it does kind of I don't know the more that we fill in the blanks like Polly had already said like bitch you talk a big game but then you like use behaviors all the time and like period sickest one here every treatment center does have that one bitch that's the that's why i don't like britney and i feel bad for not liking britney because her mom is terrible True, like awful even worse than she is but like i mean that's who raised her like she's just she's very pick me and um I mean, she's, like, very emo, which isn't a bad thing, but she fills the stereotype of the, like, don't ask me what's wrong with me True. type of vibe. And then begging for people to ask you what's wrong. Also, I feel like the dietitian, like, low-key, like, this is kind of on the treatment center. Like, this place is so high security as far as some things go but you still have people running off and using behaviors like baby you like why are you blaming this on the patient who has a disorder yeah like they check themselves into a treatment center to get to get help supervision and now you're mad that your supervision wasn't good enough okay right (laughs) like and the dietitian didn't even ask any more questions about it like yeah like just got mad at her yeah, they have an eating disorder. They're going to use eating disorder behaviors if they find an opportunity. No shit. And that's like, 
literally that's the entire point of being in residential is that and like when she was talking to her mom her mom was like so do they still like check to make sure you're finished and she's like no they trust us that's just like like, in the family room okay because they usually trust your family to like say shit but with britney's mom why would she actively enables the she doesn't just enable the behavior she encourages it yeah so like why would they let her be alone with her mom but okay then after that um then we're at the supplement table and i assume that they're all they were all taking supplements together not because they didn't finish their Mm -hmm. meal but because it was just like an evening thing well but yeah because they're all like tiny as shit they all like additional supplements and so they're on like weight restoration yeah Kelly was struggling Poor Shelly Welly. Shelly also had a family session. You know what? I Shelly's family is really not that bad. Like they say some sketch things. In comparison. But they're like but the, pretty solid family. Especially for 2006. Like let's keep this in mind. Shelly is a full adult. It's 2006. And these people, the things that, the issues that they have aren't like, I mean, Brittany's mom who actively encourages it encourages the behavior Mm. and it's not like you know other parents like with Polly where it was just so ingrained in her family culture that it's something she was taught yeah like her parents Shelly's parents want to be supportive they just don't have knowledge yeah how to be like showing up and stuff like by the time I was 20 and had been to two different centers my mom like had outright said to me like we're not, I'm not going to come and like clean up your messes anymore. Like I'm not going to, she was basically like, yeah, I'm not going to keep being supportive if this keeps being a thing. And I was like, it's right. been a year. It's been like a year since you known. Mm-hmm. Like, You're like imagine, <laughs> imagine how tired I am. Exactly. I'm like, and I, at least I'm asking you for help. Like she was always so upset because I never asked for help. And then as soon as I asked for help, she's like, you're going to die. You're killing yourself. Oh, my God. You're like, I could have just done that and kept it a secret, though. Honestly, I'm like, man, I should have kept it to myself. (laughs) That's all. Okay, let's keep watching. Every picture that I have from about, I'd say, the past five years, most of them have a tube in my nose. I rescind what I originally said about Shelly's parents. Purely for the reason that she had a nose tube and she now has a pit she now has like a direct line to her stomach she has a tube in her stomach and the only reason she has it is because her father was like my kid can't have a nose tube and had her go get it done um yeah okay so she's got a peg and he was like yeah we don't want this nose tube let's put in a peg my mom she like orders feeding tubes for people because she works in a nursing home she's a speech therapist mm-hmm. and literally like they do ng tubes for people with eating disorders because it's the less da- it's the least dangerous it's the easiest to take out and like it's supposed to be temporary but once you do a peg the risk of infection is so wildly high and also if you have an eating disorder yeah <laughs> Like there are ways that which Shelly is describing right now that you can use behaviors with that tube. Yeah. 
no, bad, I, bad idea. And now she has this peg and it's been in for so long. She's going to have a big scar for the rest of her life. And it's probably changed her entire GI mm-hmm. tract. Like I can imagine especially like, because she's going to be refeeding, you know, but like, mm-hmm. it's going to hurt. It's going to be hard. Man is going to be constipated. Like it doesn't make sense. Yeah. And like, as if you just have anorexia, it does not, it never makes sense to get a peg. Yeah. It never does. Like what the hell? It's unnecessary. It makes more sense to get the NG tube. NG tube. And like, I don't want to hear any bullshit about how, oh, but you don't want something, a tube coming out of your face, like whatever, blah, blah, blah. Okay. You don't want a tube coming out of your stomach either, ideally. Yeah. Then, then keep it long enough to weight restore. Or long enough until you are able to commit to like feeding yourself. Like, and they're all all concerned about having a tube out of their face what about looking like a fucking skeleton let's play this shit <laughs> all right we're gonna do shelly first i'm the okay so basically it just starts with pete the fucking staff being like this is what we think of shelly we think she's manipulative and sneaky mm. Man, I want to fight anybody that calls eating disorder patients manipulative. Sneaky. I hate that shit. I think it's uh, not even funny, but like the ironic kind of funny that this is happening. Like they're accusing um, Shelly, Polly, and those. Like they're starting to keep an eye on them as a group more as we're going on in the story. And like, they're like, "Mm, I don't trust you. You need a level drop. The same time they're like, congratulations levels you get more privileges to one of the other people they're sus of I also don't like the vibes of them being all sus of them like it really it like it infantilizes the patients like these are adults um with a disorder they're not trying to be like they're not terrible people for suffering from an illness and accusing them of being sneaky and you know it just no if they were so manipulative and sneaky why would they be seeking out help Mm -hmm. and then they use that shout out to rebecca j lester oh my god i'm gonna (laughs) say her Oh, yeah, they use the justification of, like, calling patients manipulative and sneaky to justify withholding care from them. Like, that's one of the top reasons why people are, like, discharged from eating disorder treatment, like, why they're kicked out is because they're like, oh, they're manipulative, they're sneaky. And instead of giving them more care, they're like, "Mm." and they're like, we need to stop, we need to stop, like, you know, caring about them. We need to stop like showing them like support and stuff because they're they're manipulating us. It's like, oh my. To this day, it's a mystery. Why do you go in the Air Force? I went in the Air Force to lose weight. Bruh, okay, so base. okay. They're, they're trying to kick Polly out, insurance cut her. 
very awkward oh. how insurance cut her and now she's dead. Oh, but um, yeah, but apparently her dad is going to pay out of pocket for the rest of it, which is Jesus Christ. It's so much money. Yeah, but um, I feel kind of bad for Polly because like she feels bad. And then they went out on a pass and got tattoos of the Nita symbol. <laughs> Not the Nita symbol. Also, the colors they got it in were really were ugly. ugly. It's like one side is blue and the one side is red. Like, what is this, America? But, yeah. But also, the tattoo artist was like... <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> he was just a dude trying to do his job in 2006. Honestly, he was like, you know what you got to do is eat six small meals a day. <laughs> I texted you. I was like, man said, I'm a coach. <laughs> he cured my eating disorder. Thank uh, you, sir. I feel so much better now. He was like, so like, do you like, do you like puke? <laughs> they were like, nah, we just like, don't eat. But we do now. We do now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. Rats stop chewing on the cage during the podcast. Mm. Oh well, let's play this. Period. I am dead at the thought of somebody framing Shelly. I'm dead. You're like, oh no, what do I do with my half-eaten garden burger? I'm so dead. Also, okay. also um, unclear. Was the garden burger puked or just like half-eaten? I know. Because they, they said half-digested. Yeah, they said half-digested, but like... <laughs> Bro, I just spent the last like minute and a half telling you that you were muted until I realized I was muted. No, I was muted. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! And I felt so stupid too because I was like, "Bro, you're muted. I can't hear you." No, We're both just holding Zoom. a podcast muted. <laughs> Imagine. Ugh. You're like, "Wow, they're being really quiet." Me? No, like, oh, what was I even saying? Oh yeah, they're all like. Shelly sus. She Shelly suspicious. Shelly looks pale, so Shelly must be using behaviors. That's literally a line straight out of my medical records. Shelly's just white. Jennifer Mosafin was like, "You look pale. Do you feel okay?" <laughs> and then it's like, and wondered aloud if restriction might have something to do with it. Like, leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, but now Paul or no, Shelly's trying to get her mom to take her home when she visits and Shelly oh this is the best part Shelly goes to the nurse's station to bitch about them framing her or whatever <laughs> and which is such a mood honestly the nurses are really always the only real ones mm -hmm. I bitch to so many nurses because the nurses hate the staff too and more vitals yeah more vitals new girl came that's it oh well let's start it let's go no 
seven days a week, you, you, you get woken up at 5.30 in the morning. You know? We need to talk about this snitch fest. Oh, my God. They... <laughs> they pulled up I'm in community angry. meeting and the staff said look y'all are being disrespectful okay some of y'all have been smoking in your rooms and you've been disrespectful to staff <laughs> they make it seem like you're in an elementary school bruh and like we just know that the film crew were the ones snitching I feel like the film crew is is the one starting all this drama for the content. The film crew probably that put works. the veggie burger in, in <laughs> Shelly's room. <laughs> they just chewed it up a oh. little. <laughs> they were like, we'll just take a little nibble. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And then the staff say, the staff say, Who did it? okay, who's been smoking in their room? And Polly said, I ain't gonna lie, I was smoking in my room. And they were well, like, you know was it just you? They were like, was it just you or was somebody thing. with you? And she was like, no, Definitely. it was just me. Because she's not a snitch. Which, what a, what a great move to make, you know? That's so kind. Exactly. And then, you know what? Polly's committed. She's done this before. She knows the system. But um, if you lie and then someone, like, even if it's to protect someone, if they come forward and they're like, oh, I don't want you to take the fall for this, like, you will get in more trouble. You will get in more trouble for lying. Like, they are getting her in trouble. I know. And the, yeah, so Shelly and the other girl were like, I was actually, I was in Polly's room with her. Like, fuck y'all. Y'all are snitches. <laughs> And what bothered me more than Shelly saying something was that other person saying something, being like, I was there too. Like, that just makes the lie even worse. If it's one other person you're trying to protect, you know? I know it. Uh, especially they're when they're all like, her in trouble. Especially when they're like, this clique needs to be broken up. <laughs> Literally. I'm dead. Me and Daisy smoked cigarettes out of the window and both of us would... You know what? Even if they had caught us, we would never fuss up to it. Right. <laughs> but, um. And if you did, you certainly wouldn't out someone else as a liar. Yeah, we wouldn't snitch each other. But then, um, Shelly is like, look, if somebody put the garden burger in my room, you're only hurting your own recovery. Because Literally. I want to recover. And I, I'm going to work on being nicer to staff. And, like, I'm going to remove myself from the community. So that I can really focus on myself. But I'm not a liar. And blah, blah, blah. Like, girl. <laughs> Ugh, she just, it, it was a selfish move. And I know she knows that. I know. So. <laughs> Shelly. Shelly, we like you. Let's start this. Own recovery. And we can't get sucked into this negativity. And we have to all. Because it was rampant. Yeah. And we have to all really try to recover. and. <laughs> I'm just thinking back. I'm I'm having fucking flashbacks to the way that I spent three, four months in Carolina House letting them believe that my eating disorder was because I didn't get into the college I want. <laughs> Bestie. I get you, Shelly. I get you, Shelly. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. 
Yo, they just did room searches of their rooms. Mm. And like, <laughs> oh my God. They honestly didn't have things that were all that bad. They just had like cigarettes, a couple mood stabilizers, some salt packets, sugar packets. That's about I it. I had a bunch of coffee stir sticks, sticks, but I have no idea why. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know why. Maybe she's like little klepto stealing them from the kitchen, but I don't know why they would be mad that she had them. But also, Shelly just snitched on Polly because um, big time. Yeah, because Polly was the one that like had the pills, but Shelly was like, those are Polly's, but told Polly that she wasn't going to tell. And it's, oh, I don't want to hate Shelly, but it get, it's the vibes of just like, I'm putting myself first and you put your like wants over others' needs. And like, I mean, flash forward, Polly's literally going to get kicked out over this. Yeah. And then she dies. Yeah. Like they, I. Yeah, I was just going to say, like, I wonder if Shelly still thinks about that. Like, Shelly. I would. Shelly. You, and like, if you AMA, your insurance isn't affected. But if you get kicked out of a treatment mm -hmm. center, your insurance is widely affected. And I would not be surprised if Polly was never able to go back to treatment and like not because she didn't want to but because insurance wouldn't cover it because she got kicked out of a treatment center mm -hmm. um when i was or looking a them up pretty earlier, harmless thing yeah it was there, two two mood stabilizer pills yeah literally and like let's not forget that shelly was asking for these things like she was complaining like oh they won't prescribe me anything that will help and Polly, who is trying to be a decent friend, although I don't condone sharing medication because, you know, that's not a helpful thing to do most of the time. True. Um, like, she was just trying to help. Yeah. And then, like, she snitched and she was like, well, who else would I get it from? I take 600 and they're 300. Literally one of the 30 other women in the center or just don't say anything don't snitch on anyone maybe? yeah like bruh fuck you shelly yeah Polly's literally dead now and polly was my favorite polly was my favorite polly deserved to live more than any of you other bitches but she's Agreed. the one that's dead literally like why for what I'm reason? Mad. If it gets to my bones that Shelly and Brittany are happily recovered, but Polly died, I'm pissed about it. Mm -hmm. I need them to do like an update documentary. Agree. Where they're just like in Moment of silence them. for Pollywog. Pollywog. Like, I really wonder Shelly's thoughts about, you know, like, Polly dying and everything. Same. Does she even know or care? I mean, I'm sure she knows. She probably cares. But, I mean, like, did she care about the part that she played in it? Because, like, most things you can spin to put on yourself in some way, you know? But, like, 
multiple things that she did directly. She kept doing this, and I'm sure that she knew she was going to get Polly in trouble. Yeah. It just, the vibes I get are that Shelly just comes from this, like, immense privilege. Exactly. That's what I'm trying to say, and it's just not coming across right. Yeah, like... Like, to not even have to think about, like, oh, well, once I leave here, will I be able to access help again? Yeah, she's probably rich. Because, I mean, from all of her interactions with her family and shit before it, and, like, the way that she's been to, like, so many treatment centers before, she's probably rich. And, like, the amount of familial support and shit that she has and the way that they're, like, flying out to come see her and everything, like... Polly doesn't have that. Mm-hmm. Like Polly's insurance was trying to cut her. Yeah. And it sounds from like from what her parents' response was. Like Shelly doesn't have to worry about that. But like Polly, she knows her family does not have the money to keep this up. Yeah. Oh man, we love you, Polly. I'm gonna have mm-hmm. to light a candle for Polly tonight. Period. <laughs> okay, let's play this. Mm. the way that we spoiled it for them that Polly's gonna get kicked out they're not even watching the film though <laughs> oh, oh sorry we're giving a play-by-play I think ours is better I think true. our version's better true <laughs> um I gave it to her and the first week she was here because she was having a hard time and had just been pulled off of everything we have all of these like patients names but you know what we need to start doing is giving the professionals names yeah pulling up to their house i hope they you know what and i bet all of them whenever polly died they were all like man maybe she should have tried harder wow (laughs) you literally called her a bad seed with very negative power yeah and then kicked her out because she got a tattoo and gave her friend two mood stabilizers that she was already prescribed they were like this is life and death it could be life and death to give somebody medication like but it was a lower dose than what she was taking literally she was on 600 milligram pills and polly was on 300 like oh my god i've given my friends a lot worse drugs and they are still literally (laughs) but shelly's all out here like I don't know. It's just so hard for me to lie. Oh, my God. Like, literally, I bet they were all up here. I bet they they have Blue Lives Matter stickers on their cars. <laughs> Fucking bootlickers. I hate these bitches. Literally. Man, um, I want to fight. I hate them. Oh, my God. Like, I wouldn't, I would be pissed if Polly hadn't died. But, like, the fact that she died makes it that much worse. I hope she haunts them. <laughs> she probably does. She's probably like, Boop. if I ever went to Renfrew in Florida, I would bring my Ouija board and try to contact Polly. Oh, please. Actually, let me do that. Do- does Renfrew <laughs> take my insurance? Let's see. Oh, my God, Katie. <laughs> I'll just AMA after like a week. Don't worry. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Fuck this place. How are you going to call her a bad seed? Like, she's very negative energy. I think the staff they have, have the- very negative energy. Yeah, they have the worst energy I've ever seen. Shit. They're so judgmental. They like, really are. To an unprofessional level. Yeah. 
like their staff meetings sound like gossip after reading famished by rebecca j lester i love you mommy if you're listening she like talks about the staff meetings and stuff and they sounded exactly like this like that is the professional standard in eating disorder treatment so fucked okay let's wrap this oh, let's go let's go um we need to start making arrangements for me to come home i'm sitting here with the team i don't know going into crisis mode at the end of treatment was the way that i got insurance to cover more and i <laughs> i mean there's some logic to it there's some logic to it yeah so okay a lot happened so they told polly to leave and let me tell you the most heartbreaking scene mm. of this documentary is when her mom is on the phone and is like what i don't understand why you're kicking her out and like you don't know what this is gonna do to her and literally like, you don't understand our situation you don't understand my situation she was begging her and they were just like mm, sorry you lied like twice. no can you leave tomorrow even though isn't she literally from out of state yeah like <sighs> so fucked and now Britney's insurance is running out. So she's getting kicked out. To her uh, disordered you know, mother. And at the same time, the, all the other all the other privileged uh, patients are like, we're making a pact to recover. <laughs> While the two that like don't have money are just, they're just kicking them out in the cold. And they're like, okay, bye. Mm-hmm. Fuck this. Oh my God. Oh God. This makes me so angry. I know. I don't, rem I mean, when I was like a little bitch watching this, developing an eating disorder, I was just like, haha, they're skinny. But now I'm like, I want to dismantle the treatment industrial complex. <laughs> and that's Put recovery loves. <laughs> Man. Okay. We only have like 10 minutes left, kids. Oh my God. It's the home so stretch. Close. She can't force me to do something that I don't want to do because she can't get in my head and control me. The, Brittany left and then they wage and then they're about to. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lee and Alyssa are leaving. Okay, bet. Um, yeah. But literally, Shelly looks the exact same as what she did when she went in. <laughs> Period. I'm like shocked. She still looks like that. I'm shocked that she gained 20 pounds and she still looks the exact same. At that, like starting at that low of a weight. Right. I mean, people can gain 20 pounds and look kind of the same. But like, not when you're that underweight right like what i don't get it i think she was putting quarters in her undies <laughs> not the quandies and chugging all that water mm, like that's tank. super suspicious that's suspicious that's weird okay she just okay she drinks it hear, hear me out she oh, drinks yeah. a ton of water in the day so her pee is almost clear so when they're trying to measure her fluid output to see if she's tanking, she can just pee into the toilet bowl and no one will know because it's like clear. Yeah. That was so funny. Oh my God, I forgot all about, you just unlocked a memory. What? 
when I went into treatment, right, <laughs> Donna, the nurse, mm-hmm. I love Donna. She left Carolina House while I was there, and then she went to go be a nurse at Veritas, so I had her <gasps> twice. Oh, but, my God. Um, she did my intake and everything. She was so nice. She was like, she's like, what do you do? Like, she's making small talk, and she's like, and I was like, eh, I got to go and see, blah, blah. And she was like, oh, baby you've got such a big life ahead of you. This is just going to be a blip. Like, it's going to be okay. You're going to go. You're going to do big things. Honestly, I love you, Donna, wherever you are. But she she had a weird obsession with like pee color because okay they do (laughs) they have to check the ball like, you know, after to make sure you're not using laxatives. Right. So, um, and like when I first went in, you know, I was obviously super dehydrated. Wait, sorry, if you're not taking laxative in one laxatives in one day, you just have like absolute rocket shits. Do they accuse you? Probably. <laughs> yeah, they probably do. Rude. But um, I, when I went in, I was super dehydrated, obviously, and she, I remember the first time I peed and she looked in the bowl. She's like, oh, my God, we got to get some water in you. Our goal <laughs> is for it to be a straw, a, a, a light yellow or a clear. <laughs> and then, like, for the next couple of days, like, whenever she would check the bowl, she'd be like, we're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then whenever I peed for the first time to a color that I guess she liked, she was like, <laughs> she was like, look at that. So hydrated. It's gorgeous. I was like, Donna, you have a piss kink. <laughs> I was like, you're so weird. Oh, my God. I love that she's a perfectly acceptable, kind, wonderful human. Other than this. I know she's so funny she's just she was just very chaotic in general oh Oh my god but okay about the documentary Mm. Brittany had a whole ass breakdown and you know what poor Brittany that team does that that um that scene it does it does kind of get to me because it's like damn Damn. It's like that would have been me when they're all talking about like all the shit that they lost to their eating disorder I don't really care about Britney's whole role in it. I mean, like, yeah, poor you, you know, like, that's sad that she's crying and stuff. But, like, when right. the other two, like, I hate Alyssa at every other part, like, except this scene. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I just think that's so sad. Agree. Mood. Like, yeah. y'all, if you're going to make your whole life about your eating disorder, at least profit off of it like me period period have standards have standards but like podcast or something (laughs) (laughs) i can't believe they're still kicking her out like insurance (sighs) i know it's just because insurance is spineless yeah absolutely i'm sorry that wasn't like no it's not that was like a i'm so uncomfortable that this is something that is not only allowed to happen but happens routinely yeah i'm honestly shocked she's still alive me too she reminds me of me when i was like 12 yeah in a way and like especially given the circumstances with her family the fact that she's like okay at this point shocking 
I wonder if she ever ended up going to another center. She must have. Right? I bet. Probably after she was 18 and moved out. Yeah. Like, I can't see her not getting home and relapsing. She obviously, you know. So, like, I want to know, you know, this is why we need a a update documentary. Yeah. I... Or a book or something. I, I ooh, the squeak one. <laughs> but I don't even just want to know about the main people. I want to know about that that homie with the blanket who's just like, I missed years of my life, and now I'm a little girl with no period, and my boyfriend is convinced I'm going to die. Yeah, I want to know what she's up to. I feel like the thing with it all is that they probably asked them, like, hey, we're going to have this fucking film crew in here and, like... Spice it up. A lot of them were all, like, no, I don't want to be, like, that involved in it. Like, you can film me, but I'm not going to have, like, all my shit filmed. Right. The ones that liked attention the most, clearly the ones that they feature were the ones that were featured were the ones that were like hey someone wants to do a documentary like what are your guys' thoughts you cool with being filmed and polly was like oh yeah they were like oh, come oh, into yeah. the therapy session come into the dietitian session like they're like come in come in come in but the thing is it's how they use that like shelly she wants to be one of the main people she wants attention but like she puts on this whole like oh i'm doing so much better act yeah and like Brittany she I'm doing it I'm psychoanalyzing all these people right now mm-hmm. but like Brittany she wants the attention and the reason she wants to be so thin is because that's the only way she's ever gotten affection from her mother mm-hmm. like it's obvious Polly was just born so, to be a star and she knows freaking that I was gonna say she's just funny yeah she just she's cool and she knows it yeah and then oh. and then Alyssa just does it because she wanted something to hold herself accountable yeah no tea no shade honestly I wish they would do a documentary like this but it's like all confessional style <laughs> I want I want this but satire except yeah. it's made by people who have eating disorders true okay let's go I have a tremendous amount of respect for how hard it is to do what you've done here. It's very difficult. So the moral of the story is that eating disorder treatment doesn't work? Huh. Oh, shut up. Everyone who left ended up being like, Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, not surprising. Um... uh, Huh. It's, I mean, I have nothing more to say. I mean, <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. No, I hate it here. Yeah, I mean, basically, the the way that it all ended was that you know everybody got discharged. Most of them had their insurance cut somehow. Shelley uh like squeaked out on her own but like 
you know but then in the little like uh outro you know it goes through like where everybody is now and not a single one of them was, was doing well was doing well not a single one and we know that like you know polly's dead yeah now but like yeah hmm. almost as if eating disorder treatment is a business no. <laughs> okay, call him out, call him out, call him out. Wow. This kind of stuff just makes me um I just mm-hmm. I know, I'm just so pissed. Like I don't even have words for it, which kind of sucks because this is a podcast. Mood. But like that's not how people should be treated. Yeah. Damn. So what did y'all think? (laughs) First thing we'll be rating this movie on is how triggering it was. Zero is I'm actively in recovery. Ten is I am about to relapse myself. I just picked up some magnesium citrate. (laughs) Veritas will not let me go. First, okay, when we were 12, how would we rate this? I would say, um, I would say when I was 12, I mean, this movie like was very formational in my eating disorder starting. Same. So I would say that it was like a 10. <laughs> I was going to say 10 too when I was 12. Yeah, definitely 10. When I am. At 10, least a nine. Yeah, at least a 9.5. <laughs> uh, right now, <laughs> I would say, honestly, like, I would say maybe like a like a five <laughs> like at the beginning i was like damn i was a little like shell-shocked at the beginning but as soon as i got used to it i just got angry and i thought it was funny same um for me now i would rate this probably a fi- probably a four or a five because like i'm not gonna do anything it definitely doesn't make me want to make things better. Um, yeah. But it, for me, it just like puts me back in the headspace of when I was like 12 and watching it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like you'll just remember like specific thoughts that you had and it like takes you back to them, True. which is not a pleasant space to be. True. So, yeah. I don't know. I might boost that to a six. True. Now we will be rating this on how accurate it was. Zero being, this is a fantasy novel. Like 10. For the love of Nancy. For the love of Nancy. 10, no, more like starving in suburbia. Oh my God. Not yeah. Suburbia. Uh, 10 is, did I write this myself? You're like, Michael Gutierrez just read this. <laughs> yeah, Michael just read this. <laughs> um and i got an a mood uh so i think when i was 12 i was like it's a documentary this is like an eight at least (laughs) (laughs) um what about you uh when i was 12 i would have probably put it at a seven and here's why um flip-flopping between seven and ten because at times i would be like this is so real for other people mood 
but not for me <sighs> because like I knew that they had resources that I didn't and like I don't know I had a small ego so I was like and I'm never gonna be bad enough to get help yeah yeah <laughs> so like I didn't feel like I'd be in that position but I wanted to be in that position true feel that so I'd put it at a I'd put it at around a seven for accuracy because it doesn't represent the population mood okay now uh, how accurate this is I mean it is one thing because like it was in 2006 and like places have changed but like Mm -hmm. I guess I mean I think that there are parts that are like very accurate like the I mean I think overall it's very accurate in the sense that yes staff is shitty and yeah insurance cuts everyone Mm -hmm. out and yeah nobody recovers so honestly yeah I would say it's pretty accurate I think the choices they made to get there were very questionable 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 at best yeah but I think it's pretty accurate yeah I mean if you look at it from a lens of complete accuracy because like keep in mind 2006 so I mean even though like it definitely doesn't represent the actual population of people with eating disorders it represents the category of people who are getting help yeah um which is super thin white girls yeah I mean I think it's a 10 I think it's 10 out of 10 yeah I think I'd put it at a 9 or a 10 yeah this film's accurate because like (laughs) it does accurately portray like methods that these centers were and are still using Mm -hmm. and like i mean even if say our conspiracy theory was true and like they planted the veggie burger (laughs) (laughs) and like um this isn't this is purely in hypotheticals no accusations here (laughs) (laughs) but like (laughs) even if they did like plant the veggie burger and that were a thing like i mean yeah people will do anything to get a good shot yeah i think that one thing that isn't accurate though that i still question is like how the hell did they get a film crew in there like how does that work with hipaa and everything like yeah that's they would have to have everyone sign some type of disclosure agreement yeah for sure um because if they have it with written permission that like you know you're allowed to do it and you're allowed to withdraw consent then yeah it's just a release of information but not to another health professional yeah I wonder if there were any people that were like in it and like featured and then they withdrew their consent and then they oh my god I would love to see those deleted scenes mood like not to invade someone else's privacy but just because I want to know what they are mood um Um. Okay, what's the other thing? I'd say it's pretty pretty accurate. Um, how angry it made us. Okay, yeah. So it. now we're gonna be rating how angry it made us. Zero is this was like watching a documentary about penguins. Ten is I wanna murder somebody. <laughs> I would say that when I was twelve, probably like a f- five, six I didn't really mm-hmm. I, I didn't really relate to it. So I was like, oh, 
Okay. And like, I didn't really know much about treatment centers or anything. Mm -hmm. So like, yeah, I was just like, okay. As far for me, when I was 12, as far as how angry it made me about their situation, I mean, with the heightened emoji emojis, (laughs) with the heightened emotions of being super malnourished, I would probably have said a 10, but like, (laughs) no. (laughs) <laughs> um I would say probably if probably a seven not because the movie makes me not because the actual documentary made me mad at that point but because I would get angsty about like oh they got help I'm never gonna get help no one's ever gonna know me <laughs> um versus now and you know what Honestly, it fluctuates now. But I would say when it fluctuates, it ranges from an 8 to a 10. Yeah, I was going to say, this makes me very 10. This film makes me very 10 angry. For so many reasons. Like So many the reasons. The anger has layers, like an onion or an ogre. I'm angry at the cast. I'm angry at the staff. I'm angry, <laughs> I'm angry at, at the, the documentary makers. I'm angry at the mm-hmm. film crew. I hate him all. The way that they sent that man on a whole flight with Shelly back home, just for, uh-huh. like one shot. Honestly, I'm angry at whoever uploaded this to YouTube. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just <laughs> kidding. No, you did us a favor. Thank you. You really did. Thank you, bestie. I mean, medical workers talking shit about their patients to each other. True. It's disgusting. Um, Not I even mean, just to each other not even just to each other direct like they they were so rude to them they treated them like children yeah not not even children they treated them like rebellious teenagers yep and only one of them was only one of them and she didn't even do anything that wrong true and even on the level of thinking like as someone who could be a resident like they kept throwing each other under the bus and that makes you angry but Mm -hmm. if they didn't do it that would also be kind of frustrating if that makes any sense Mm -hmm. so on the layer of a resident like I would be pissed if someone threw me under the bus like that true I and I mean it's just uh and also just like as a completely separated viewer like the vibes were bad also that therapist was weird uh, yeah i'd like to turn my accuracy 10 into a nine just because the therapist was creepy <laughs> true um but overall yeah okay overall zero this movie sucked oh wait yeah <laughs> zero this movie sucked 10 this movie rocks yeah um when i was 12 I didn't really think it was a good film then either. So I'd say maybe like four, three. Yeah. I was going to say when I was 12, probably a seven. Just because I was completely hyper fixated on my disorder. (laughs) So like any, any media that I could take in was good to me. (laughs) <laughs> true i guess i mean not i i was like this movie i hate these bitches except for starving in suburbia 
I liked Starving in Suburbia when I watched it. I thought it was funny. I still do. <laughs> I don't remember how I originally felt about it, but I remember after seeing all the slander about it, like seeing yeah. everyone being like, ew, and I was like, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> um. Now I think it's like, honestly, like I keep thinking about the accuracy score and I'm like, I think that it has some good parts to it mm -hmm. but I think that the way that they went about conveying it wasn't great like you know you can't really tell if the overall message is like what we got out of it exactly like what I got out of it like completely aligns with like you know me hating treatment centers anyways but I don't mm -hmm. think that's the message they were trying to get across and even if it was, you have to know when you put a piece out there like that, if that's your message, you have to state that clearly. Yeah, and they definitely Because people didn't. are going to take it the wrong way. Yeah, like a couple of like words on the screen. Like they didn't, yeah. They didn't yeah. connect the dots like they should have. So I would say, yeah, probably like three or four. I was going to give it a two. Yeah. Um it just it's something that's meant to portray this to people who don't struggle with it yeah um and also didn't, we didn't we didn't need all the numbers <laughs> yeah that was unnecessary and it 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 plays too much into the shock factor mm. for me like they really took that an extra mile like it's more than just when to, in like into the bone with the like gratuitous ribcage shot yeah like they had multiple as well as actual like details mm -hmm. not only that but they would like take videos of people puking yeah multiple times multiple times okay so overall i think that this film is in bad taste yeah definitely in bad taste mediocre taste at best yeah mediocre at best awful at worst all right everybody well thanks for listening to our very first podcast of our first potty yay. yay yeah oh my god how long have we been doing this i feel like we've been doing this for like four hours me too um, i feel like the cut podcast is gonna be so long yeah so if you're st still listening at this point yeah thanks <laughs> thanks i guess we're gonna need to figure out a way to cut this down in the future oh no oh no 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 we had a good time -ish. yeah thanks for joining us Period. Uh, catch you next time to see which movie is <laughs> in bad taste toodles <laughs>